You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Let's do this. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for happy hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour Whiskey, Cigar, Spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. And we are, we are out and about for a Tasting Tuesday it's with Joe Lewis Bourbon. I know. And we have lots and lots of people. We're on the yeah. Zoom. We're at Godfather's Bistro. Yes. We have uh, just tons and, and tons of people. We're going we're gonna to have a couple of conversations today because Michigan was a huge success uh, for Joe Lewis launching. Uh, and it's going to be launching off in a couple more states. We're going to find out what's going on uh with that yes and then uh yeah we're going to talk to jeffrey about what's happening in 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 michigan uh but we have one of the owners peter guidi with us yes we do hey Hey, peter (laughs) hey and then uh michael shore he's uh he's a mastermind behind all the craziness going on with joe lewis zaniness (laughs) <laughs> zany crazy yeah we love michael <laughs> and uh yeah and uh and then matt who do we have here with uh with us at the the godfather bistro well we have a few folks here we have three partners brothers pretty much pretty yeah. much you've so, known yeah, each other yeah. a long time so long guys just get, yeah, don't right be afraid to microphone. get right yeah, up yeah. on brothers it brothers from another mother right yeah. we have brandon to right did i pronounce that right dad you dad you yep. all right well you know when i when i met your father marty um, super, super really nice guy. Been a patron of Godfather in Rochester for the longest time. But today we're with Brandon and Tristan and Omar yep. here in Shelby Township, Michigan. And, you know, you guys have been here. It took your build out was amazing. <laughs> I watched your build out yeah. that you guys went through. I want to learn a little bit about that. Um, and then we're going to have you guys taste the because you guys Lewis haven't tried today. Joe Lewis bourbon. You yet. have not tried. I have it. not. No. So, okay. So it's uh, it's going to be a tasting. Yeah. Michael, what uh, just for these guys real quick or, you know, Jade, we'll put Jeffrey on the spot, right? Yeah. Hey, Jeffrey, go for it. Uh, what's the uh, do you know what the uh, mash bill is, Jeffrey? I do not, Michael. That's one you're going to have to handle. Okay. Or- oh, I, 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 always, I always make Michael. I always make Michael do it. I, I know, no, here, here, but I just. Here's, here's, all right, here's the recipe. So the, uh, it is. It is 66 percent non-GMO corn, locally sourced in Virginia. Uh, it is locally milled as well. Uh, it is 16 um, percent rye, uh, and it is 20 um, percent barley. And it's and it's um, stilled in pot stills, so the heads and the tails are discarded. It's only the heart, so it's it's a two year aged straight bourbon, but it drinks much more mature. Which I guess you'll decide if you agree with that. So very corn forward with the sixty six percent. Yeah. But then you got the rye and the barley in there as well, uh, which is gonna well. Yeah, I, and again, we don't want to we don't want to prejudice you. We don't want to taint uh, your opinion about it. Um, we want to see what you smell and, and see what you taste. And Matt, I think this is this is what Tasting Tuesday should be. Yeah. Me and you out hitting the streets with bottles and getting to drink with people uh, and share this because uh, <laughs> yeah, this is how you kind of supposed to be. You guys are just stuck at home. I know we've been stuck at home, so we've, we've broken we've broken the four walls and and we're out again. So let's pour that up, yeah, Matt. Let's, uh, but I want to share with everybody what my take on Jamie's idea of what Man Cave Happy Hour is. One day, so you guys know, one day <laughs> yeah. Jamie's on a walk he was in a really foul mood apparently and he was on a walk and his wife looked at him and she said hey grab a cigar grab a grab a bourbon we're going for a walk so he's out for a walk with his wife and he's got a cigar in one hand he's got (laughs) a bourbon in the other and 
Very was, open container law and more about this stuff. <laughs> it, so was, he, it was in a koozie. You couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. So he ended up uh, coming up with this idea of man cave happy hour. Take one down. Pass Take it one down. Around. Pass it around. Oops. And that was about two years ago when we can't when when this all happened. Yeah. And cannot thank you guys enough for spending some time with us. Yes, a little bit of the man absolutely. About well, the man and our cave very and, first our very first man cave episode was at Godfather Cigar, yeah. not by Godfather was, Bistro. Is that yes, the original? Two and a half years ago, yep. Right? Yep. Two and a half, about two and a half years ago. So that was our first foyer into into uh, the man cave. Uh, and then we've, we've been a lot of different places and uh, connected with Joe Lewis bourbon. All right. So guys, you got in your glass, give it a sniff. And what do you, what do you sniff and what are you getting out of it? And don't be shy. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, just honestly, cause you guys here at, uh, you know, who, who picks what's going, what's going on the shelf here? <laughs> Um, yeah. That would be Brandon. Brandon. All right, Brandon. Myself. All right. Yeah. I pick what goes right, so on the beer lines. Keep yes. for us. We all have a category. Okay. Um, the bourbons have been kind of mine. Um, this smells. Uh, it smells a little fruity to me. Okay. Yep. You can uh, definitely kind of get some of the corn out of it. Yeah. yeah. I like how you know it on the glass. It doesn't leave too much of a residue, which is great. Um, I like that. Yeah. It's. You say it's got it's a it's more of a rye, correct? It's sixty six percent corn and then uh, fourteen yeah. on the rye. Fourteen rye, yes. Fourteen rye. I'm 14 sorry, percent on the rye. Fourteen and rye and twenty percent corn. Michael's that Michael was adding to one hundred and two. I was curious about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an extra. We put a little it's extra in. math. It's that uh, it's that uh, COVID <laughs> shutdown math. <laughs> 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 I like it. It's not like too strong on the nose. So when you actually get a good whiff of it, it's not like burning your nostrils right. or anything like right. that. Right. Yeah, then you take a nice sip, yep. little, little, little smokiness to it. Nothing crazy. Okay. And, and, and I guess on my taste buds, but I'm not, you know, the, the bourbon connoisseur, like, uh, like my brother. <laughs> right. So I'm used to the, you know, hoppy, hoppy beers. Definitely not bourbon, but I definitely like that. That's yeah. something I could sip on for a while. Yeah. So, so I love hoppy beer. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a IPA kind of guy when I'm when I'm drinking drafts. Yep. Like nothing more than a good quality craft IPA. We've all had this bourbon in our mouths now a little bit, and you're probably tasting some pepper on the back side. I think a little bit, yeah. The back of your and, throat, yeah. And if, you, and if you really taste it on the back of your palate, it's still there. And uh, one of the things I really like about this particular bourbon, and candidly, I think it's because of the unusually high barley count. Where if you if you take a look at how the mash goes, you you will see we're a lot a little higher on barley, and on that after finish, uh, you know, to me it's got a little bit of a scotchy type taste on the very end, maybe a little pepper, more peppery, and uh, that that I think really makes it a very unique and tasty bourbon. And I also like the fact that you guys spotted the. The 90 proof is very approachable. Doesn't there's a lot of people out there producing these barrel cat strength bourbons? Yeah, and they're hitting you at 113, 108, and and that's a powerful drink if you're not real familiar with it. It can really give you a wallop. Well, you guys are yeah. operating a bar. I mean, you you have a you have and people. I mean, there's there's driving laws, and you know if you're at home and you're doing quadruple barrel strength, you know yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Crawl on the couch, night night, sweet prince. <laughs> but when you're in the bar, you're here for happy hour. You can't send people out on the road after a couple barrel picks. Yeah, you know, you definitely uh, don't want to do that. No, that, that no. could get you. Definitely got to little... keep an eye on them. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. that's why we have you know bartenders and servers trained to absolutely. watch that, and yeah, we we watch it too. 
and you know we mm-hmm. we go and hand out espressos yeah. and coffees every once in a while. <laughs> We've all been there. The occasional Taco Bell run. The occasional Taco Bell run. <laughs> late night so, chicken tenders. Got to cater. You got to cater you to do. clientele. You do. Absolutely. So Brandon, <laughs> what do you- I took that cue to put my drink me light on. <laughs> Brandon, what do you look for when you're when you're picking a bourbon or you're picking a spirit to bring into your bar? What what do you look for um, in the in the in the in the spirit? Honestly, I look for just a bunch of variety. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of times this bourbon is all the same now. Um, I just don't want to have the same thing on the shelf mm-hmm. in different varieties and just different names. So I definitely would put this on our shelf. Um, being a 90 like proof, it. yeah. it's... Jeff, did you make that note of that? Yeah. Did you hear that, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff will be cruising by tomorrow. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I've got bottles coming tomorrow on the order, just so you know. Oh, uh, <laughs> you even have it personally, you'd have it on the shelf at home. Yeah, you, I, you, I would put it on my shelf at home. 100% I would. Okay, um, nice. Not only because it, it, I mean, it tastes great, has a bit of spice to it, which I personally like, um, which is how I also like my cigars. Um, and obviously, just because of the fact, too, it's, it's Joe Lewis. It's, it's home. It's home. It's Detroit. Exactly. You guys, it's home. Uh, you got your Detroit Hustles harder sticker over there on your yep. bottle. Yep. Oh yeah, I said you know that's my yep. nephew's company. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. It's it's yeah it's 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 a Detroit thing. I mean, even where you're in, we're in the metro Detroit, we're north of the city. There's still a definite Detroit vibe to to things going on around here. So it's always carried around. That's for right. sure. Yep. Uh, all right. So, Tristan, uh, a cigar. All right. So you're more you you more you're more the cigar guy. Yeah, a little um, bit. We're all pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, so if, if we, we were going to pair this up with something, Matt and I told you I'm a bit more of a, a medium, medium, mild kind yep. of guy. Matt's medium, strong medium, on the medium. medium, medium yep. He'll venture into a strong now and again. So knowing that about us, knowing what you've tasted with the, the Joe Lewis, what would you pair up this this Joe with? So what's crazy is I'm actually thinking about giving you guys both the same cigar. Okay. Um, the, the reason I'm going to do that is because even though you're a more medium to mild and you're medium, medium, kind of mm-hmm. that, that nice strength. Um, I still think something creamy with this, a, a nice creamy cigar, like light cedar, a yeah. um, little bit of nutmeg to it, but also that creamy finish would right. go really well with this mainly because for me, I get, I get the smoky up front when I take a sip out of this because I'm not, used to bourbon right yeah, yeah you guys might be a little bit more accustomed to that bourbon bite right that i don't like way towards the um yeah. yes and Michael so for me i'm thinking uh, what's that uh, Jamie's, so uh, the barrels what about yeah what what can you tell us about the barrels and uh who who can tell us about the barrel uh i can tell you about the barrel uh char three uh new american oak um barrels from uh, south carolina Actually. So they're oh, they're nice. the char three and yeah. so yeah from char South three. Carolina so yeah. Um, yeah so yeah so that does when you picked up on the the the, the a little bit of the smoke in yeah. there yeah I liked um, it though I'm not gonna lie it's pretty good all right so we uh, don't want you to lie we want truth what's, in advertising what's, what <laughs> stick did you and by you the way that check you and I and, no. <laughs> so the the stick that I want to offer up to you guys is the uh, Avo. Fugata. All right. Okay. Can we put, impose on you to grab those? I am definitely going to grab them for them. us, yes. light them up, and then Matt and I will enjoy them. But we have somebody else joining the chat right now um, on Facebook. Michael, who else is uh, joining yeah, in? So I want to uh, welcome uh, uh, Tracia Forrest. Uh, Tracia is uh, our uh, next market uh, distributor um, in Oklahoma. And uh, I've invited her on because we wanted to really, uh, and with Jeff, because we wanted to really, it's kind of like the passing of the torch. Um, we have just, uh, we're not 
we're not done in Michigan. We're just getting started. However, um, we've had some pretty amazing uh, progress over the past 90, is it even 90 days yet? It isn't even. It's Jeff, let's go to the tote board. Jeff, how are we doing in Michigan? Where are we at? And so so Tracia's team is up next in Oklahoma, and we're just getting rolling. So what I wanted to do, if I may, is share my screen for a moment, and I'm going to take you through a little video, and then uh, you might recognize uh, one of our guests in it. Uh, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on. Except that's the wrong screen. I will try sharing. That's your calendar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where were you? I know where he was. I know where you were. You were always drinking at this time of night. Well, it was all set up and it was all teed up until I pressed some button. So hold on one second. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, that's great. I'm going to do this. There it is. Let it rip, Michael. I'm letting it rip, baby. Here we go. brand in Michigan. Uh, this is this is probably one of the best launches that I've ever seen. The, the, the drive and the off-premise, we're seeing an extremely successful launch. Um, the accounts sold, the reorder rates, the volume buys that we're seeing are phenomenal. And uh, quite frankly, I haven't seen anything like this before. Um, the, the content that you provide, the interaction that you're providing with, with people, um, from the consumer to people that, that are attached to the boxing community. Um, and it's just a full circle way of looking at the business and you're doing it by reaching the people that you want to reach. They're actually reaching you. Uh, because you're putting out the content and then they're clicking to you. So you guys are well set up with that in mind to, to look at uh, driving the brand to the shelves and driving the brand to the floor. So I think that the opportunity and the, the opportunity for success in the open market is very, very good. And there he is, the man himself, Jeff. So Jeff, um, did anyone um, force you to say any of those things? <laughs> uh-oh, you're muted. Uh-oh, uh-oh. All right. No. Did anyone force you to say anything, Jeff? I just want to make sure there's truth in advertising. Uh, he's on Michael. But I will say, I will say, I let him know my cousin was in the area. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, let's go <laughs> oh. to the tote board, Jeff. It looks like there's over 760 accounts in Michigan. That at, at this point. Uh-oh. Yeah, we, oh, my audio. Jeff, check your audio source. Because you're here. not muted. Oh, you're good. Uh, so, you know, that data, actually, Jeff is the one who holds the cards. He may have some updates. 
So actually, I was while we were talking, I was putting I was putting in some some information, and within the last two weeks, we've added uh, fifty six new accounts sold in the last two weeks, which is pretty big. And we've added eighty one, a little more than eighty one cases sold. Wow. All right. So we're now at uh, over 800 accounts. So 810 or 12 or something. Yeah, we're getting right. You guys are working I, haven't put, I haven't put it in my new file yet, so I can't tell you exactly. Okay. But, all right. That's what, yeah, we'll so take it like approximate. That means that, that we need to be shipping some more products soon. <laughs> I think what that is, is I think there are 4,000 registered accounts in Michigan. About 2,000 of them don't receive direct sales calls. And so really, we're in close to 50%. Um, of the uh, of the sellable of the, the actual yeah so that's something we talked about last week uh, on our call and that's that's one thing that's been a, been a big success for you guys across across the board for us collaboratively and that is you know our call on universe for the off premise is is right about eighteen hundred accounts a little over eighteen hundred accounts and you're in nearly half of them so that's pretty remarkable for a for a, a first quarter launch in a control state. Awesome. Let's introduce Fisher. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of things I wanted to point out. Um, one of the big stories about Joe Lewis uh, bourbon and, and Joe Lewis distilling uh, that we're working on heavily is the whole concept of diversity and inclusion uh, and trying to make certain that the brand stands for far more than just bourbon. And, and I think, Tracia, you may own uh, one of the only female-owned uh, beverage distributors in the in the country. I mean, you might have been the first woman actually who actually owned one. I think. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm the only one in this state, um, but I didn't even think to look beyond that. Um, yeah. I think I think you, I think you're you know if if, if you're not the only one, I, I think you're doggone close to the only, only female-owned business, and so we feel really lucky. Uh, to be working with you out there in Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, we've, we've hired uh, a lady by the name of Julie Watson. She was going to join yeah. us tonight, but she has another live feed going on. Since we're in live feed COVID times and all we do is communicate this way. Yeah. Um, and Julie's really connected with the boxing community. And maybe talk to us a little bit about Oklahoma and what's going on out in your world. Yeah. I mean, I'm so grateful that you guys found Julie because – I don't know anything about boxing. I'm sorry, I don't. But, um, you know, obviously I know who Joe Lewis is, right? So I know a little more of the old school, you know, legends. Um, but yeah, I don't keep up with boxing. And so Julie does. So I'm so grateful to have her. And, you know, I mean, I think you've all watched on the news so you can see how crazy things are here. Not that they're not everywhere, um, but just trying to figure out how to launch a brand with, um, for me, I'm just speaking personally, my thoughts on how to launch a brand with, um, you know, an iconic black um, role model athlete and do it very authentically and not try to capitalize on it but not let it hurt us at the same time, you know? So we obviously want to all be successful. That's what we're in business for. But, you know, we want to be um, 
very sensitive. And so Julie, I'm so grateful to have her because she is just, I can tell she's going to be a really good partner for me um, because she's not only is she very, very smart, but she's also just very aware of what's going on politically around here. So that's really helpful to me because I get bogged down in, you know, the weeds of running this um, company. And I tried not to watch the news as yeah, much. Well, can can yeah. I actually ask, can I ask Jeff yeah. to, um, Jeff, what's your advice for Tracia? Um, you know, you're, you've been living with this brand, uh, you know, as the first market. And I know every market is unique, but even some of the issues that she's talking about, you know, uh, really being, you know, from your perspective, um, how have we addressed that? And, and what, what would your, your guidance be for her? So, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, it, it's difficult and it's a difficult time to work with it, with, with brands in general, um, not just this brand, as I'm sure you're well aware. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that we've done is we've had the ability to engage with our, with our consumer. And again, I'm not, I, I'm going to go back to Michael, you, you've, you've provided the engagement in a time where we would normally have a liquid to lips opportunity we would normally have the ability to engage with consumers directly in an account. We haven't done any tastings and we haven't done any except for these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And we haven't done any of that. So if there's anything that, that I could, I could guide you in it's stay close with, with Peter, stay close with Michael. And these guys are going to come to you and ask you for the information that they need. And they're going to craft their, their marketing plan based on the, the data that you give them. And not only are they going to do that, they're going to, they'll put a twist on it too, to make it more localized and how it's going to bring the most benefit and the most value to you in your market. Yeah. So, Tracy, my, my suggestion would be um, find yourself uh, an award-winning podcast with amazing <laughs> charismatic hosts um, to uh, help facilitate the conversations uh, that are passionate about the state that you're in. And uh, oh, no, man, I we're, we're serious. <laughs> we're serious. So, wait, man, so I are who, serious about Detroit, and we're Jamie, serious aren't about. You, aren't you from? Aren't you from Oklahoma originally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, can I can I add add something on the on this issue uh, before we get too far past uh, on the diversity issue and how important it has been for us? Um, you know, we've uh, we've we've widened out our net. And in fact, two weeks from tonight, I haven't even told you guys this yet, but Samara Rivers who is the founder of the Black Bourbon Society. And she's on our diversity board and she's been instrumental uh, in, in helping to, you know, have, have her, her perspective shared as we, as we developed everything from the label to, you know, the marketing plan. Uh, and if, if you followed any of the trades over the past two weeks, the Black Bourbon Society sent a letter to the industry challenging all the whiskey brands to step up and, and do more than lip service and do some, significant things. And uh, it was actually in uh, the industry trade today, I think, or yesterday, um, big article. So I, I spoke with her earlier today and I wanted to, I was going to have her uh, join us tonight, but she can't, but she is booked for two weeks from tonight. And I think that'll be, you know, that's an important um, element of, of what we, we mean by being authentic is that we're not just putting, you know, words to paper. We're, we're doing things and doing actions and the, and these podcasts are going to continue to evolve. And it really, it, it, it's, it's to, you know, open up, be transparent for everyone to see who, how we're doing this and who's behind it. There's no, there's no wizard behind the thing. We're, we're all, you know, 
we're all part of this effort. And, and you know, you know, we've had uh, how many times have we had uh, Jojo, you know, Joe Lewis's son on the show. And, uh, and that's an important element. Um, we've actually got a number of other uh, Joe Lewis family members who keep reaching out and saying they want to join us and we're happy to have, we just got to, you know, logistics and, 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 you know, and, and that's really what this is about. And before I go on too long, I just want to remind everybody. Did you say before? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, throwing a, I'm throwing a flag on the play. Flag on the play. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> but uh, we're going to have some, uh, a couple of announcements over the next week uh, uh, in terms of, um, uh, some folks who are joining the team uh, on this on this uh, initiative of doing more podcasts, uh, who will represent uh, a wider range uh, of both uh, interest, uh, gender. Well, there's only a couple of ranges there, uh, and um, and 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 race. So I think that will um, you know will be another element that's part important part of this. That's how about awesome. those how about those cigars, guys. What are you guys smoking? That, that's the thing. Yeah, we wanted to get back to to what was uh, in the cigars. Um, and and but Tracy, that's a, a thought too. Is it because a lot of the there's a lot of cigar clubs and and a lot of uh, bourbon clubs uh, for each state and each area. Uh, and then grouping up with them and, and you know maybe you know getting a pairing going and, and and doing a contest over you know hey what would you pair with it? Not really a contest, but a, a you know a challenge. Yeah. You know hey. Here's the Joe Lewis challenge. What are you yeah. gonna What are you gonna pair up? Because we have a couple different sticks. Yeah. So Tristan, what did you pick for Matthew and I? Because I'm in, I'm enjoying it. So <laughs> I actually got you guys the uh, the Avo Fogata. So a little bit of that cedar nutmeg up front, right. and then that creamy finish. Takes a second to get that creamy finish. Looks like it's gonna be a medium to full bodied cigar. It's a six by sixty. It's a big ring gauge. Yeah. And then you start to smoke and you realize how mild it is. The first third, then you get to the second third, gets a little bit stronger. That's where you get a little bit more towards the medium body, which is really going to complement the bourbon. And then from there, it starts to get a little bit more strong, a little bit more strength. And that's where I think you're going to like it a little bit more. Right, right. So right. You know, and something that, I, that I've learned over time here is that, you know, when you first hit a cigar, it's going to take a second for you to really get that flavor of the cigar. Yep. Then when it comes to the bourbon, you know, you, you're not going to get that full effect until you're maybe a third, third of the way into the cigar itself yep. for a pairing. Uh, but the bourbon speaks for itself, you know, oh, yeah. and then and, the and what did we learn last last yeah. week, Matt? We, we learned I need a cigar. I need a cigar if I'm going to be here, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I know. We're week. teasing you. We all have to let me down. Come on. We'll send I, one I over to you. Last week and I was out on my terrace because I'm not I can't smoke in the dining room here. The power Me too. Yeah. So I had to buy a cigar. Uh, and, um, <laughs> yeah. and, and I was having audio problems. But we did learn. We did learn a little bit what the dipping. Yeah, yeah, we were. I was dipping the. I was dipping it into the yeah, into the dough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cigar into the bourbon itself. It was. It was. It was coming up sweet. It was coming up sweeter than it normally comes up. Yep. Uh, after I got it in the in in the into the bourbon, yeah, I was yeah. dipping in there earlier. Yeah. So Omar, you picked a different cigar. Omar, what did you what did you pull out, and how's it going with so the Joe? I picked a Herrera SLE okay. by uh, Drew Estate. Um, for me, it's it's a it's a very I like medium cigars, so medium to full body. So anything that's this or like a Maduro that's a little bit darker, bolder flavor for me is what I usually tend to go towards. This is a little spicy, but the kind of spicy that I like, not okay. the kind of spicy that kind of hits you in the back of the throat, sure. kind of ruins a cigar for me. I, I hate that. So what's more important to you? Do you, do you, are you, are you looking to pair things up? Are you looking to, 
have a drink while you're having a cigar or are you looking for them to compliment each other? It's just, oh, I just need something wet while I'm enjoying yeah, it. No, I mean, a lot of times it's, it's really nice if the cigar and the drink can complement each other. But for me, it doesn't really matter. Like enjoy the drink, which I do. And if I enjoy the cigar, which I also do, it's, <laughs> it, it, it both it works out, you know? Right so, yeah. So this is very nice. It's, it's, it's kind of med- light to medium for me. Um, and yeah, it's it's it's, it's not overpowering the the bourbon. No, no, good. actually. So I have never actually. I was just telling Tristan, I've never dipped my the end of my. Cigar oh, okay. Thanks. So I was actually going to try. All right, it. You, you try that. Service. Brand is going to Brand is going to tell us what do you got? Which thing? one did you pick? You got so, this swirl. I have. I have this Neapolitan Neon Tiger. Um, <laughs> it is by Black Label Works. Uh, that reminds me of James song, Brown and Angela yeah, down in Nicaragua. They do a fantastic job. Probably one of my. One of my favorite cigars that we can only get down there, unfortunately, at the moment. But um, it's a, it's a little bit of light and sweet at the same time um, with that little Candela wrapper, as you guys can see. That's where you get the little green. Yeah. Um, that's why they call it the Neon Tiger. But uh, it, it complements it perfectly because you get the spice from the bourbon um, and then you get the mellowness from the cigar. So it, it kind of balances itself out. Nothing too overpowering. All right. So yeah, dipping it is just make it bringing out the sweet for me, and uh, it is making it much more airy. Uh, it is taking some of the burn off of the as you yep. get down the cigar, you get more of the that burn That's taste. Right. Uh, it's taking that burn off mm-hmm. for me, which is nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. It kind of um, this cigar has a little bit of spice to it, and it kind of just mellows out that spice, mm-hmm. like you were saying. So That's, <laughs> That's what yeah. Willie Herrera does, man. Just yeah. what cigars you pick out? Uh, I actually went with Asylum Thirteen. Um, Showing some love to Tom Lazuka, good friend of ours, and obviously a Michigan native. So um, I love Habano wrappers, which is where you get that little dark wrapper. And then I also have Candela in mind. I like that smooth, earthy, a little bit of grassy notes to it as well. So I thought it pairs. I thought it would pair very well with this. Um, I think this cigar pairs well with anything, though, to be completely honest with you. But uh, real smooth. One of my favorites, yes. A huge summer hit last year. Yep. Huge. Hey, Jamie, uh, a little yeah. programming note. Could you uh, update everybody on the uh, the network that we are live on right now? Uh, what did we call it? The uh... <laughs> Shenanigans Network? Shenanigans, Shenanigans Network. network? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, we put, well, we have, we figured out how to cope, uh, cross post on, mm-hmm. uh, so it's up on all three podcasts, Detroit uh, pages, Northville, Downtown, and the main podcast, Detroit page. And then we're also, uh, Matt, are you keeping an eye on the show? Oh, no, your computer's closed. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, that's fine. <laughs> man. It, it, it's I'm on the it's annoying to, to look at chat rooms. But, um, and then yeah. uh, we're live on the Joe Lewis page, and, and we're also live uh, on my Happy Hour. Man Cave Happy Hour page. You know, we also might... like to cross post, you know, Podcasters Unite and, you know, Michigan Podcasters. And, you know, just to keep everyone abreast as to what is going on. Yeah, we like you know, to connect locally with a lot of people. at the same time. But, you know, for the, for the outreach that we have here today, uh, we're, we're in Oklahoma, we're down in Atlanta, uh, we're here in Michigan. It's just that the Joe Lewis story itself expands across the globe. And, you know, what you guys are doing with the Joe Lewis uh, story and, and the brand itself is just incredible. And the fact that we have this opportunity to come and sit down with you guys and talk yeah. on a level about what your favorite cigars and how you would pair the Joe Lewis bourbon, the story behind this is just incredible. Definitely. So I always let everyone know about the story and go and read up on it, really. You yes. know, Guys, trace trace trace. She had a, a short amount of time here today, oh, and, yeah, and before and before she jumped out, I just wanted to say that I, I think when she was talking earlier, she mentioned the word authentic, 
and yeah. that Joe Lewis Bourbon, our mission statement is authentic in everything we do. And one of the reasons we like getting together with this team of folks each week to taste a little bit of bourbon and smoke a little bit of cigar and talk about bourbon is it's a very authentic experience for people uh, who both enjoy bourbon and enjoy smoking cigars. And Tracia, we're really looking forward uh, to making a big hit in Oklahoma. Wanted to thank you for coming in here tonight. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to doing something like this in your neck of the woods for your folks. And Michael, I know, is dying to tee something like that up. And, you know, Jeff, if you got any questions, I'm sure Jeff would love to answer a few questions for you. So thank you so much for being a part of this tonight. We look forward to joining with you in Oklahoma for the next big success with Joe Lewis Distilling. Thank you so much, guys. Jeff, Thanks, thank man. you so much for your numbers and your advice. I appreciate that. No problem. Absolutely. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks, you. Good luck. Take care. Bye, you have a good one. So, so Jeff, uh, uh, do you guys have accounts? Uh, you, you, how many cigar bar accounts do you guys have? Do you know? So we don't really have. Well, they have two for sure. <laughs> two more. Two. Necessarily split it into a classification of a cigar bar necessarily, but uh, there, gotcha. there's a few big cigar bars in in the Metro Detroit area. Um, if I had to, I would say probably there's probably about 10 cigar bars that are really big in the, in the Metro Detroit area. Um, and you guys are, you guys are with one of them right now. So, uh, you guys are, you guys are, are, are working with the right people. Well, this is a, it's a, it's a gorgeous location. Matt and I, like I said, we, our regular haunt is, uh, the Rochester location. Yeah. People familiar with Metro Detroit. Uh, this one's a little further East, uh, still a bit North of the city. Uh, but gorgeous. We have not been in here yet. First time. Um, you guys have been up and running for uh, about a year. You're in a year and a couple months. Yeah. You're in a couple months, but we delete those couple months yeah. because of uh, COVID. Yeah. Right. So, right. so uh, oh, COVID, what's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, had a good footing. Um, it's a gorgeous space. The humidor is interesting. It's it's a wall. It's a it's a, it's not a walk in. Uh, you got a you got a wall of sticks, which is just gorgeous to look at. And I was talking to Brandon earlier, and it's still not enough. So they actually not, have plans yeah. <laughs> uh, to build out a walk in humidor as well. Oh, okay. Right. Yep. So, you know, to, yeah. so do we get a little walk? Do we get a little tour? Yes. Uh, we're kind of unless Matt jumped on his phone and, and did a walk or did a walkabout. Yeah, if you could jump on the. On your phone, I think and it'll be cool because I, I had the pleasure of uh, d dialing in early when you were walking around. And yeah, we were doing a gorgeous, test, of, gorgeous uh, place, the audio, and we were doing that. But uh, so the the journey for um, opening this up, um, were were there many challenges you guys faced? Plenty. Would you guys plenty challenges? Would you consider yourself a, a minority businessman? Uh, yes and no. In a sense, yes and no. I mean, yes and no. Our age. Yeah, yeah. would put us in the minority. Senior, senior um, citizens. If you're, if you're in business, you're no. in the minority. <laughs> you guys, you guys, are young guns. Um, you know, we're all. We're, well, when we opened, we were all under thirty. Yep. Um, yeah. But um, it's it was it was definitely a challenge. You know, given our age, um, the the building structure. I mean, we got this place pretty much just all ground. Uh, yeah. it, it was dirt. It was dirt. Really? When we, when we opened, oh. and we built all four walls. Um, <laughs> we spent twenty nine long months of construction. Um, and, uh, we opened up in the, in the, pretty much in the middle of summer, yep. which yeah. is, you know, not the greatest time for any cigar bar. Um, nope. but, yeah, uh, Matt's with us. He's remote. Last year is, was our first day. Yeah. March 11th. Yeah, for a minute, I didn't know you were smoking a cigar though. You were holding that. So he's, he's currently <laughs> sitting next to, oh, he's walking outside. Yeah. Um, he's getting an outdoor view. He's going to do the outdoor view. 
So we are looking at the sign. It looks like front of the building. It's uh, yeah, the facade yeah. there, and it's a two story. Yeah. Uh, you have you have two you have two stories. You have two uh, two two different yeah. seating two, areas in here. Yeah. Two levels. Uh, private bar upstairs as well for mainly more of our events and private gatherings. Um, members area. We have a VIP room for our members as well. Uh, we have a walk-in wine cellar, which will be turning into a walk-in humidor um, very soon if we don't get shut down again. If we don't get shut um, down again. We have a, why, uh, our cabinets house all our cigars currently, as you see. Um, and then we have a full bar. Yep. We have a full restaurant menu, full kitchen, a wide variety of bourbons, scotches, whiskeys, Tequilas, rum, everything. Everything realistically. So you, he's currently walking up the stairs. We are eighty eight hundred square feet with a walkout uh, or with a patio, I should say, and a picnic area. So kind of two uh, different patio styles. So when your dad was telling us about the idea for this and the launch of this location, he was really excited about the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um and then having the kitchen. So how is the kitchen coming along for you? And who who's doing the cooking? Well, that would be the main man over there, Omar. Yeah. Um, we started off with a um, with the help of a lot of our friends who were cooks yes. and chefs. Chef Jason. Um, Chef Jason. Chef Jeff. Um, Chef Jeff. Yeah. They helped us out. You know, we got all our feet wet, and we kind of wanted to open up with a more extensive menu. And we realized that the area is not that type of area. Right. Um, we wanted something that everybody could enjoy. Okay. Um, not have to, you know, spend buku bucks on a dinner and a cigar and a drink. Yeah. Yep. Especially, especially since some of the restaurants that are actually right down the street from us, about a block or so, they do they do everything that, you know, most places do. You know, chicken fingers and burgers. I'm and lost. Pasta. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so there's the man's got the bird's eye view of the humidor wall yeah. there um so Matt, it's like continue to walk backwards you'll see the vip room currently it's got furniture oh. okay yeah oh. so if you if you go left then just keep going um there's a hallway to your left hand side now there was a bookshelf there, technically. Yeah. Secret speakeasy oh, door that was they it? made yeah. us take out. Um, That's great. Where so to the right there are bathrooms, and if you keep going, just hit the switch, and that is our uh, VIP room. Oh wow! Ooh. Currently, we're using that as a storage space. Uh, Get rid of the COVID. Yep. Yeah, we had to be at fifty percent capacity, so we had to kind of put something um, in the works, and every table is six foot apart, six feet apart. Yep. Yep. So, so that's for members. When, when it's active, that's for members. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So members the private parties, things like that. Currently, we have a lot of our tables and chairs. So it's not going to be used. So <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a that's a great room for us. You know, for a party, for a tasting, you know, for a oh, bachelor yeah. party. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh, it's been rented out quite a few times for bachelor and bachelorette parties. It's gone pretty wild. <laughs> They've had some fun nights in that room. Let's just say that. <laughs> so, what's reopening been like for you guys? Reopening has been weird to say the least, but not right? not as hard as I thought it yeah. would have been. It kind right. of, it, it, you know, we all work together really well, so it's kind mm. of been not easy, but not hard either. You know, mm. so it's it's one of those things where it's exhausting, but it's also really really rewarding, right? So you're tired as hell all day, but you when you see the seat full, you see the patio full, you see the bar full. 
and everyone's having fun again. Everyone's laughing and smiling. You just love it. You forget how tired you are and you push through and, you know, you make it happen for your community, right? They want to get out of the house and you want to get them out of the house. So we've done anything from food truck events to barbecue to just having everybody come out. And literally at one point we had a tailgate here and it was like 250 people, just a ton of Jeep Wranglers, Uh, food truck, taco truck, Regina's authentic authentic, uh, food truck, taco truck, and just had a blast, man. Everyone brought their own chairs. It was cool. Super fun, just amazing atmosphere. And yeah. from a standpoint of fifty percent, you know, if your 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 capacity is fifty percent, you can make mm-hmm. the numbers work. Yeah. So I mean, our seating is around the three hundred. So with that, safely, we kind of wanted to keep it around a hundred people inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of knocked it down more than actually we, we went over fifty percent just to keep things safe. We wiped down every single thing every single day, um, all the tables after everyone leaves, even the chairs. Um, just to keep the, the cleansiness there. But so, you have an expansive patio too. We do. The yep. patio is the first thing to get to pretty much get full. Of. Um, the picnic area, not so much, but it's slowly kind of getting there. People are bringing their own chairs. Um, we actually were, you know, we were approved to have liquor be sold in our picnic area. So we have a lot of new events coming um, and a lot of different tastings that will be held outside to enjoy the, you know, the day's, that we have here in Michigan, whatever, however many days we have left, thanks to our weather. Well, we might have to have a Joe Lewis uh, tasting on your patio. Or- oh, I don't mind. That would be fantastic. Yeah, we definitely have the room for it. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would love that. <laughs> maybe, maybe raffle off some gloves signed by, you know, Joe Lewis or something. All right, Jeffrey, what's next for Michigan? Where, what's, uh, what do we, what are we expecting next for uh, uh, Michigan? So, so I, I actually, I wanted to ask these guys a question because they're, they're, uh, yeah. they're, they're the guys that, that I, I want to get the most information out of early that kind of determines our next steps because uh, you know, you hear about on premise, you hear the good and the bad and the ugly. <laughs> um, it, it's good to hear that you guys are, you guys are doing the right things and getting the right things in place. And it's awesome to hear that you guys had that picnic area with, uh, with uh, you have the liquor license or it's coming. That's uh, uh, that opens the doors to many, many things. So I congratulate you because I've talked to many on premise folks that are, saying I'm on the verge of closing or I'd rather just stay closed and open back up. So kudos to you guys. Well, we, we told ourselves uh, from the very beginning, you know, failure is not an option. So you got a mm-hmm. yeah, bunch of guys that grew up watching uh, Joe Lewis too. So <laughs> we know how to fight our way back through. Yeah. Like another native said, obviously failure is not an option, but yeah. you know, um, it's, it's something that we wake up every day and we, we look forward to going to work. And uh, like Tristan said, you know, it's, it's bringing back to the community. Yep. Why, why be closed? You know, everyone needs to enjoy themselves and we hope everyone can enjoy themselves here with us. Yeah. And luckily that train of thought, we, we've actually been pretty blessed with it. We've, we've been pretty steady. Yeah. Um, you know, like today, today's Tuesday is our, is Tuesdays are our, our new Monday. So it's our slowest day, but <laughs> you know, during, the, during the week, you know, on Wednesdays we have uh, live music that, you know, we have a guy that plays a uh, classical A string, uh, Guitar. Kelly Ramo. Kelly Ramo is amazing. Plays with a spoon. Plays with yeah. a spoon. I mean, yeah. he, he's, he's great. And Beautiful then, you music. know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're actually from like four or five on, we're, we're fairly steady. Our, our, uh, you know, our patio fills up, lights turn on, fire tables turn on, and, and we just have a good time, you know? So, you know, once we get our staff going 
at a hundred percent again, we'll be open back up Sundays and Mondays as well. But yes, right sir. now we're blessed and, 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 and we're doing well, we're doing all right. So great to hear that. It really mm-hmm. is great to hear that. And I guess, I guess to answer your, answer your question is uh, we're going to probably uh, we're going to start focusing on premise and we're going to tread lightly because we don't know what's coming, what's next, what's, what's path, but uh, we're going to be strategic. Mm-hmm. We're going to communicate and we're going to tread lightly. So that's what's next for Michigan. Yeah, the uh, truck will be pe- uh, pulling up tomorrow to deliver your order. Yeah. I- <laughs> hey. yeah. So Peter, um, so we have the, the Joe Lewis, the, the, the champion of them all, the straight bourbon whiskey, um, a surprising, amazing success here in Michigan with, with getting the product out. And so you guys are launching a, a second, uh, a second variation, right? Ooh, I hope barrel. it's a single barrel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so how how is that how is that differing from from this one? So the product is gonna the product line is gonna extend into three more SKUs. We'll we'll add a rye and we'll add a wheat, and uh, we distill both of those products at Davis Valley Distilling. So the same high quality distillate process. Uh, but the the next product that's probably you'll probably see is gonna be called Brown Bomber Bourbon. It's gonna be a maple infused bourbon that has the color of Myers rum. And, and I'll, I'll tell you one thing, we're really proud of the package that we've got right now, uh, but if all the pieces of the puzzle come together, and, and right now there are a lot of pieces in that particular puzzle, the next bottle is going to be just off the charts cool. It will be unlike anything anybody's ever done before. And all I can tell you, I'll give you a hint, so we're, we're big on the, the, the music, uh, you know, but right when Joe Lewis was fighting was during the, what was known as the Harlem renaissance big bands swing jazz the clubs were on fire it was a great time and and i can tell you that label is going to look like that music sounds and so okay. we're, we're real excited like about it gonna pull in uh, joe granston or one of our favorite jazz guys our to help push show. that along there's a lot of cool things there's a lot of very cool things forming up right there we're not ready to tell you the whole story okay but it's, <laughs> i'm i'm curious I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm, I always like tasting. I like, uh, we've been doing that. We've been doing this for four months. I want another one. <laughs> so I'll tell you one thing. I, I've tasted the, I've tasted the, uh, the maple infused bourbon. And uh, All right. when I was younger, I used to drink black Russians. Ooh. And, and oh, for wow. me, and for me, when I pour that drink over ice, a little, it's more, it's more the bourbon, of course, but it's right in that. It's just like drinking a black Russian. In my opinion, I think it tastes very similar. And, and that's a drink I drank for a long time. Now, I, you know, I've never put any milk in it yet, but I'm, I'm guessing that it's going to take <laughs> you in the same direction. And and so I'm, I'm anxious for it. I'm looking forward to messing around with it. We'll get, uh, right, we'll so, get a couple uh, of our Peter, bartenders to work on it. Yeah, Peter, how about a little sneak peek of slide five? You know, you're, 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 you're good to go. There's no stop. Oh, oh look at that. So, All right. This is concept. It may not be what it ends up being. All right. Um, but this is the, the direction. So different bottle, uh, same concept of the reveal and a background, but a whole different background. Uh, New again, York this City is skyline. New York City skyline. Uh, yeah, maybe that uh, maybe that picture of Joe directing that band, right? <laughs> that or or original art. Yeah. yeah, okay. So this is this is not finished by any means. This is just concept. Uh, this is still concept art, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Work yeah. finished, guys. 
like I, it. I, I just like did it. it. So I'm Jamie, I just did it. it. I smelled my microphone and said, yeah, I always smile. I smell my microphone. <laughs> nice styrofoam. Nice. I've seen people doing that with their mask. <laughs> I know, trying to drink through the mask. <laughs> Can you imagine smoking a cigar through a mask? <laughs> no. <laughs> Especially don't not. Get me, don't get me started. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You do not want to get Peter started. Don't get me either. started. Oh, you do not want to get Peter started. I think uh, I uh, that one as well. <laughs> good golly. All right, everybody. Hey, listen, it's been great being here tonight. I'm going to run right now. So thank you so much, and we'll see you Peter. all again soon. Peter, it's a pleasure to thank see you. Thank you, thank you so Peter. much. Cheers. Pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, I think we're going to enjoy the rest of this uh, cigar and the rest of this Joe Lewis. I, I think that's going to do it for us, too. Michael, you got anything that's else? Good. No, I'm good. I, Jeff, got it. Uh, I want to thank Jeff again for taking the time to be here and to be such a good steward of the of the brand and uh, and the growth in Michigan. So we got we got lots more to accomplish and we're looking forward to coming up with some ideas to to bring some Joe Lewis to your patio, to your picnic <laughs> yeah. area and to, yeah, let's do it. and to your lips. Hey, right on. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. All right, guys. Thank you so we ended off. Cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. cheers.